you can put all the money you want behind a piece of content, but if it's not going to resonate with your audience, it's just going to go far, but it's not actually going to connect. You're listening to the Fitness Industry Podcast, powered by Australian Fitness Network. For articles, resources, and inspiration to grow your fitness business, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au, where you can also find out how to access exclusive discounts on Filex, the fitness industry convention. In this episode, content marketer and fitness professional Lindsay Fraser talks the best social platforms for fitness and how to cut through the noise and reach your customers online with Network's Oliver Kitchenman. Welcome, Lindsay. Thank you. So, Lindsay, social media is a, a huge topic these days. Do fitness professionals really need to have a social media business presence? I would absolutely say that they do. Social media is such a powerful way for them to connect and engage with their clients and also some really, really cost-effective advertising platforms built into it that are fantastic for small businesses and for generating leads. So their business profile definitely should be different to their personal profile? There's nothing wrong with being friends with your clients if that's what you want to do through your page and having that on your own personal page. However, you can't advertise from a personal page. You must set up a business profile. And sometimes it's quite nice to have that kept separately. It gives you a little bit more privacy. And then it also allows you a platform to deliver better content by having a separate business page. So you're not delivering pictures of your dog and your nephew to all of your clients? Exactly. And if you, you know, maybe you had a couple of drinks at the weekend and you wanted to enjoy your life and your own time, that's absolutely fine. But then think about your professional image and the information you want to put. And also think that maybe your Auntie Mabel, who's just joined Facebook, doesn't want to see your five tips for fat loss or your latest update on um, strength training. Good tips. So with so many different social media platforms in this, this day and age, if time restraints dictate that fitness professionals can only use a couple of the social media channels, what's the most of it, which are the most effective ones? I would definitely say Facebook is still the strongest of all the social media channels. At the moment in Australia, there's about 14 million active Facebook users, which far outweighs any of the other channels in the platforms. And Facebook's got an incredible advertising platform that can be really effective and cost effective for small businesses. So I'd say if you can only do one, look at Facebook, but then also look at the channels that are appropriate for your business. So that would be mainly based on your demographic of clients that you train? Yeah, absolutely. And also what you're looking to get out from social media. So for example, if you worked more in the aesthetic side, more into maybe fitness modeling and working with um, products, you might look at Instagram as it's a great platform for influencers. If you were a blogger, you may look at YouTube as it's a great place to actually store and you know develop your content and have that library built there. So really look at what you want from it and where your audience are going to be, and that will tell you which channel is going to be right for you. Okay, so what would the, uh, the relationship between your business brand and social media be? Pretty much everything you do on social media should be reflective of your brand on business. So if you are very much a blunt, 
direct person, that's your style of training, that's how you like to be with your clients, then that's really the kind of tone of voice and the way you should communicate on social media. It's all about actually just having a platform to engage people with you. And it's absolutely fine for brands to have a bit of personality on social media. Don't try and copy what somebody else did. Be genuine, be authentic to actually who you are and think about the type of people that you want to connect with. Social media sites, it seems, are always moving the goalposts. It's, it's very hard to keep up with what's going to the, the best tactics for reaching people. You might post something one week and it seems to get a great reach. You post something similar the next week and you're scratching your head as to why only two people liked it. How can you stay on top of the, the best way to reach people? With social media, it comes down to a number of things. Part of it is having great and relevant content. That's what people are really going to look for and that's what they're going to engage with. Part of it is about timing, about when people are actually using the platforms and when they're going to get to see the content. Part of it is about being relevant. And then the other part of it, unfortunately, is a little bit of luck in terms of whether your audience are there. Don't be afraid, though, with social media that if a post doesn't work for you, test it out in another way. If you're delivering a blog article and it didn't get read well, maybe it delivered the same message through a video or through short tips that you release over a number of days. So test your content and you'll probably start to find patterns where you'll get better reach. So what would you say the key mistakes are that you see fitness professionals are making with their social media? Probably the biggest mistake that I see is that they become very inconsistent with their posting and with the type of content that they communicate. They might come out one week and do lots of advertising, and then they may say nothing for a couple of weeks, or they may overpost and saturate their audience so the point that they've no longer become interested. It's really about finding that sweet spot and how much communication you should actually have with your audience. And you're just going to see that as you trial and error things and you actually see what engages and what people comment on. So being consistent, not overposting, and definitely not underposting. Remember, social media is a social platform. It's a conversation. And it's just really rude if you just don't say anything in a conversation. So really try and, and look at the best ways to engage and be consistent. Also as well, just be wary of, um, as we see a lot in the fitness industry, a lot of the what I call the look at me, look at me posts. I always describe fitness as, you know, we are the, the beautiful people. We are the ones that, you know, work out and eat well and, and really live a lifestyle that we're passionate about. But when your brand suddenly becomes yourself and your posting becomes too much about you, it can actually disengage people. There is a sort of balance that has to be struck between how much we represent ourselves as being role models and people to look up to and follow and how much just becomes narcissistic and actually very disengaging for potential customers. Interesting points. So that kind of leads on, or that includes, I guess, the the topic of paying to boost uh, your post to reach people. How necessary is that? I think when you're just getting started out and while you're still building an audience base, boosting your post is just going to help people see it. It doesn't make a piece of content good or engaging. You can put all the money you want behind a piece of content, but if it's not going to resonate with your audience, it's just going to go far, but it's not actually going to connect. Boosting posts doesn't have to be expensive. You can put just a couple of bucks behind each one on a consistent basis, and then you'll start to see that your organic reach will go up as well. Organic reach on Facebook isn't dead, but it's just a lot harder to get to. So if you have a really good piece of content, put it out, maybe boost it a little bit, and then see how it goes. And it'll gain both organic and paid traction. Okay, so that leads on to the, the you know the, the the business of generating leads and actually turning people that like and follow your page 
into actual business. So what's the best way to gain actual business? So with the Facebook platform, you've got a number of advertising opportunities. Now, it's great having a fan page and it's great having people like and comment and follow you. But if they're not translating into sales, you've got to ask what it's actually doing for your business. Facebook runs great um, advertising things like lead generation posting, which will directly help supply you with emails that you can follow up with. And there's also things that you can do to drive traffic towards your website. So really think about when you're using social media, what do you want the overall return of it to be? Is it just awareness for your brand? Or are you looking to get more sales and more leads? And that should form your basis on how you advertise. Lindsay, what would you say would be the number one golden rule of social media for fitness professionals? Your content, as I say, is king, queen and ruler of everything. People go on Facebook, about 50% of Facebook users are just there because they're killing time and your content's got to really connect with them and inspire them or entertain them for them to actually look through it. There's so much noise out there. In order for you to be relevant and to get the engagement, you've got to have something worthwhile to say and people want to listen to it. So what do you think would be the next big thing in the world of social media? Where should everybody be looking now? Snapchat. Snapchat is probably the fastest growing of all the social media platforms. Facebook is by far the largest and continues to grow from strength to strength. However, Snapchat as a performing social platform for businesses is escalating so rapidly at the moment. So you're going to see a lot of retailers, sports teams, bloggers have all engaged now with Snapchat and it presents a wonderful opportunity for the fitness industry as well to get on board. Okay. Any final tips? For fitness professionals who have toyed with the idea of getting involved in social media but haven't really known what to do. I think with social, it's what works for one person is not necessarily going to work for somebody else. You've got to look at your business and what you want to get out of social media and you need to look at your brand and that will tell you the kind of content that you should produce. And there's nothing wrong with trial and error and testing things. Maybe you put a message out one week on video and it doesn't go so well. So the next week you try it in another method you can try posting two or three times a week to posting every day. There's no right or wrong. It's just about trial and error until you find what works best for you. Lindsay, thank you very much for talking to Network. Thank you very much for the time. For more articles, resources and inspiration to grow your fitness business, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au.